0: expressed here are not supported by and do not reflect those of the evening rush network viewers discretion is advised hey what's up you guys you're now tuned in to sex love and alcohol podcast where we talk about relate and debate about anything and everything that has to do with sex love and alcohol you can find us here live each and every friday at 8 p.m eastern standard time after we wrap you can find us on each and every podcast streaming network so make sure you guys tune in tell a friend to tell a friend and what would sex, love, and alcohol be without hosts? We got Chrissy here in the building. We also have Miss Tiffany. She's here with us. And we also have two wonderful new hosts, Miss Empress and Miss Rain. You know, follow every follow each and every one of us on Instagram. And also, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to Sex, Love, and Alcohol. You know, each and every week, we got new shows, guests, and everybody for your liking. So, your bitch is... Mine mm. I to oh, yeah, first it. of all, wait, wait. Me just, me yeah. no. I mean, Can we move in yeah. <laughs> the bourbon? I think you guys like our spicy conversations so Why you guys keep coming back. Now, the Evening Rush Network now has the app. So catch it on your favorite podcasts all in one place at the Evening Rush Network app. That's right. So catch all your favorite shows. What are you waiting for? Download it now. I could not have said it any better. So make sure you download that app to stay connected with us and up to date on all your favorite shows. And now it's almost time for the show. So pour yourself a drink and get ready and enjoy. And don't forget to subscribe to the Evening Rush Network and Sex, Love & Alcohol. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to Sex, of Alcohol. Yes, yeah, so and we are back with another week, another show, another dope episode with your favorite host. And of course, we always got guests in the building. But shout out to your host today. Of course, we got Miss Rain in the building. We got Miss Tiffany. Miss Empress and of course myself, Chrissy, and thanks for tune out, tuning in with us each and every week. Um, this week's show started a little bit later, started at eight thirty, but just know each and every week we are tuned in live at eight p.m. You can find us on each and every network um, from iHeart, Pandora, you name it, we're on it. Um, and today we do have a guest in the building, um, <laughs> Kadayi. Okay. Okay. I, was, I knew I was going to mess it up. Yes, Miss mm-hmm. Kadehli is in a.k.a. Miss Frame God, a.k.a. Kalichi. She is in the building. Right. Um Kadehli, please introduce
1: yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is Kadehli Washington, uh, alias Frame God, and I'm the founder and CEO of Kalichi. It's the archetype eyewear brand, and I'm excited to, you know, get into it with you guys today. You know, I heard the topics was hot, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. here.
0: Well, we okay. appreciate you appreciate
1: you tuning in with us. Um, and you got anything going on with you? Like anything new? Um, yes. So, um, and here in New York City, um, every year, two times a year, there is Fashion Week, and this September 9th, I actually have a fashion exhibit. Um, and I'm I'm making it happen, right? I'm excited because. Um, Uh, We're kind of me and my brand, especially my creative director, Monique Rebel Jones, we wanted to create somewhat of a hip hop opera type of um, event. Right. Because in the culture, we make culture, we make fashion. Right. And it has a lot to do with the culture. So instead of a specific runway show, because I am an eyewear designer, um, we wanted to kind of build around that and do something different and um, have people make money in a sense, but also give people a new array of network. So what I've been able to do, um, I'm creating an exhibit. So a fashion gallery, and I'm having other creatives come out and showcase their work, but we want it to be an experience, right? Um, I am a part of the chambers of commerce, which is like, it's amazing. And I actually have the director and the VP from Chambers of Commerce, Brooklyn Chambers of Commerce to be exact, coming out. I have some buyers from Saks from Bloomingdale's coming out. I have like, you know, my distributor from Red Bull coming out sponsoring the event. And I'm excited. Um, After that, we have the after party, of course, but it's a momentous reason to celebrate right? Black excellence in its own right. But there'll definitely be more than one color in the building. But the most important color is green. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> <I> love that. <laughs> where, can we, um, where can people find your eyewear at?
1: So, currently, um, Kalichi is a commerce website. So, you can find it on kalichi.com. It's simple. K-L-E-E-C-H-I.com. But, um, I am actually, I have a few meetings, so as far as the new collection, the new collection is not in stores yet, but by the end of the next season, I should be in a couple retail stores, but if you are in New York City um, and you're watching us, it depends on the vibe, I may do a drop off, you know, I definitely don't mind, but I use UPS and FedEx, so wherever you are, I've, I've actually, super cool, um, Besides the States, for some reason, I get a lot of orders in LA, New York, and uh, so far overseas, Japan, three, and Bermuda, like, so it's, nice. it's making its rounds, um, but great. definitely e-commerce, so simple, kalichi.com, official Kalichi Instagram. Nice. Hey,
0: Congratulations. And, yeah. 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 Thank so you. It's, it's always good to support Black home businesses and see people growing and actually making like a real name, like really doing mm-hmm. something, what their vision is some people have visions and they don't really like execute it properly and, and <laughs> up up the so congratulations to you and your brand and wish you all the much success um before we do move forward um can you tell people how you started like what made you come up
1: with so that? i am blind um no like i take showers sometimes in my glasses sometimes i wake up after have hard on a party and then like sideways and like oh shit No, but, like, I really need glasses. So I've worn glasses my whole life since uh, chalkboard days. I'm 28, so since I was, like, in, I think, what, first grade, kindergarten. Um, And for me, it's not like I came out wanting to design glasses, right? Um, But I can say they've always been thick. But by the grace of God, with the parents I've had, um, you know, they were a little bit more in tune with fashion and you know, I was a little pudgy growing up. I was a little pudgy. And then I wore glasses. So, you know, I was the ideal candidate for bullying, right? Um, but, <laughs> you know, I always, had a, I always had a slick mouth. And no matter whatever, you know, I, I had—I was always in the inner crowd. But long story short, I was a target. But my parents kind of instilled that self-confidence, which I feel like all parents should do with their kids, right? Um so I always had on fly shit. Just put it like that. I always had they were thick as fuck, but I always had on fly glasses. And I always, you know, I thank my mom and dad for that greatly. Because you need to definitely pour into your kids if you have kids. I don't have any yet, but it makes or break them, right? And the percentage or the probability of a kid building their own self-confidence without the love, it it's, it can happen. But it's very seldom and very rare. That's why you have some people who maybe drop their gorgeous to you, but they have a lot of problems. So they don't know what they see because of what they've dealt with, right? Um, Going, moving forward, um, I always wanted to be a bunch of shit. Like, honestly, I I wanted to be an entertainment lawyer. I thought I was going to be an actress one time. I think I cut, like, was it high school or college one time? And I went to this Adam Sandler movie thing, and I was like, I thought I had it. It was... It was so cool um don't cut school kids but yeah like I did that and then long story short I just found my way I went to college and my major was business and um I don't know what I wanted to do still I just knew I wanted to own some shit right in all transparency and then <clears throat> I think at this point I had about four glasses because I was like buying a pair of glasses like every month or every, like, two times out the month. So my last glasses before I was, like, adamant about my design and this was, like, some Versace glasses. But I've always purchased sunglasses, and I've made them into glasses because, for some reason, sunglasses have always been more aesthetically pleasing to my style and me. You don't really see, you know. I've never actually owned a pair of Cartiers. If I didn't make glasses, now, maybe in the future that would, but honestly, it wouldn't be a, a frame option for me because I have thick prescription, no matter how thin I put it, but for Cartier, they're known for their rimless feature, and it wouldn't be suitable for me, right? Um All that to say, one day, I was just coming home, and, you know, I saw some eyes on the train, the A train, J Street, I think, and it was weird. It was eyes. It was no glasses. It was just eyes. And I just went home, and I just started sketching, and it just came to me. Like, I buy so much glasses. I want to do this. Like, why don't I just make my own fucking glasses, right? And um Sorry. It went from there, and I just was, like, heavy on it. So this was, let's say, I started sketching 2016. 2017, um, I came up with the name. I was in love. I didn't tell nobody but my mom. And originally, it was supposed to be 1976 Mod. And then I was like, no, no, no. Because my store's going to be next to Tiffany's, right, across from Louis. And I'm like, it sounds like an address. And then I came up with Kalichi. So my name is Kadele. My mother's name is Cherise. So I just took the Kaylee and I just put it short and I just wanted to think of my mom and include her. So I made it Kalichi. Right. And a simple, bold, short six letters, seven. Um, And I just was like, this is it. So I told my mom, I told certain people and I was like, this is what I want to do. And they were, yeah, that's cool. You know, but city job, city job in the community is like running for politics. Like, trust me. Okay? Okay. Um, but you know, honestly, Looking at it from a perspective now, fast-forwarding, I did go to college. I dropped out. I don't necessarily think um, an entrepreneur, per se, needs to go to college, but there's certain aspects, looking back, that I would have been different. But um, there was a few, like, a few different things. I did try, though. It wasn't for me. And then, you know, I was always persistent, though, persistent and consistent. 2019, I officially launched. And what I originally wanted to do, which I've always had sketches, I was showing manufacturers, the first manufacturers I've ever looked at were Italian manufacturers, because I've always had Italian frames, and I've always, those are the elites when you think of these things. And even hitting them from when I had in 2017 to 2018, it was always kind of like, well, this is expensive, and you know, these are actually, um, honestly, the Italians are... I don't want to say the worst, but their communication because they speak English, but not really. And it's hard to get to them. And there's a minute of things, right? So even from them, I tried Chinese manufacturers, Greek manufacturers. I've always wanted African manufacturers, but honestly, there's no way to really find African or West African or any. They don't have any like manufacturers so far. I don't know, maybe in South Africa, there's something going on, but that's the goal eventually. But with that said, Whether it was Italian or or Chinese, um, when I was showing them my sketches, I was told this was in 2018, 2017, that my designs were too futuristic and pretty much it can't be done. Or they would just, you know, say it's really expensive and they wouldn't really give me the time of day. I was up at, what, I was 19, 20 at this time. Can you guys hear me? Yeah,
0: there
1: we go. I'm like, trying to figure out like how do you put like a call like, where it's like do not disturb him. but sorry my brain is like this I think I have ADHD guys hold on one second okay we do it. don't worry so, about it. yeah anyway they told me to kind of the aspect of them they were trying to say look we can't design this but what we can do we have designs we have mock-ups slap your name on it and make it happen right and at 20, after a while, of going back and forth, I tried this option. And I feel like it's all about your persistence. I did have good – it was good quality. I tried both some, from some Italian manufacturers and Chinese manufacturers. But it really wasn't what I wanted to do. But I did this. You package it right. You do your, your photo shoots. Everything is it's, – it's daisy. It's grand, right? But if you're going on an aspect where you, or you're building a brand – you can't really do this, right? Because after a while you'll notice kinda like hair, but the difference is hair is different, right? Lashes in the same aspect, it's the same. Now, when it comes to glasses, if you're seeing something and you have this design and you're selling it, if I'm selling a frame for two fifty and people are buying it because they want it and like how it looks, but then you see the same frame on some other thing for ten dollars, you are like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean, right? And that's not what I wanted. So Fast forward, it's like a lot of trial and error. 2019, I launched, and every like year, I've always tried to keep my glasses, even though it's glasses, I try mm-hmm. to go with like the fall, winter, or the spring, summer, because it's just super cool. And um, pushing forward, I finally found a manufacturer that I'm in love with, and we pushed what I wanted, which was my design. So my design is almost patented. Um, it's, I'm waiting on a patent. It's the design. It's the aspect, and I'm building a brand. So... Instead of it being how I would want, I would love for it to be a collection, right, per se. So currently, I make Archetype Eyewear and the current stage is the creative. But it's based off of mythology for the collection. Now, okay. how I would love to have it is, you know, five to ten pairs, but I don't think people really understand what goes into it, right? When people say, people come up to me and say, yo, can you make me some glasses? Like, yeah, I can, right? It's $2,000 starting, but that's mm-hmm. custom, right? But people don't understand that's a molding fees things, But when you have it like this it's like it, it's going into action so i'm building it and it looks like it's one design right now but it's going crazy but there's several sketches behind it's so how much needed. Hmm? so how
0: much is a pair of glasses
1: so my glasses is <clears throat> my glasses retail for 500 but what i've done uh within the last i launched this collection juneteenth weekend june 19th I had a press release i've done an introductory so what it is is it's meant for the public to be able to kind of utilize and get their hands on my product yeah. and touch it and feel it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the current price is two fifty. So black is nearly sold out, and I have a lot of vermilion red left—not a lot, but a few. And the goal is um, there's a few other colorways that people were begging for, and I'm gonna drop before the next archetype, which would be the professional, mm-hmm. super sexy, super sleek. But how would it would go? We had an introductory sale, right? So I've had people who brought the glasses, who referred me and the person they referred me to brought two glasses. So people love it. Right. So what would happen next is the secondary. sale, so the price goes up, but my goal ultimately, it would probably, I would probably depending, keep it under five, but because I want it to be accessed, but people Mm -hmm. know, you know, the, the value. And sometimes people don't know the value. So you kind of have to, um, pushes the value in their face right i'm showing you this this is what it's want it's a want it's a need it's it's a proven need that you know my brand is profitable mm-hmm. so and this is a story behind it you know the crazy part is for example cartier is the mecca of eyewear when it comes to class It's right they like the Rolls royce of eyewear and it just sounds good to say you know i got five thousand dollars on my face It's we're just naturally these creatures we like good shit and we like talking mm-hmm. about good shit and we like to feel cocky and it's just this is what it is people may have their different whatever opinions but it's a fact it doesn't necessarily have to be glasses whatever aspect that you like that you may spend on this is how we are and it's an amazing thing i think it's great but we have to kind of spend that within our own right and i'm saying it's I still like it's i still like european brands i like other things but it's like know the story people are wearing like Cartier glasses they don't know the most somebody can say it's buffalo horn they don't even really know like <laughs> you know so
0: well as someone who doesn't wear glasses i've always wanted like some glasses and i wanted some cool pairs so we would definitely be checking out your website
1: yeah, yeah I'm excited because I, you, you're I gonna need see glasses those. so
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm definitely yes. one for like funky type of eyewear so yes I'll definitely different be and wear. funky we definitely be checking. I like colors oh, yeah. Yeah. I usually have short hair so my glasses make my fashion so I'm yes I'm actually kind of excited to see yeah me too mm-hmm. I will. I will get a prescription to wear them. <laughs> so these no, are you actually to, you don't have to have a prescription. Some people no, get no, right? For fashion. Yeah, but you said for exactly. so those who do for a prescription, do you? I was just gonna um, order that. them and ship them with the prescription in them. No. Okay. So
1: currently, I'm the designer, but we're working on that. That's actually the goal to probably hire optometrists out of school right or uh you know somebody who's wanting to work but currently no so this specific frame is actually a shade they have c39 lens which is like these dope like you can see through them just like water but the other person looking in it's like a chestnut chocolate brown i have for the red ones so this comes with the chestnut brown I am my brand and I'm the billboard so I'm blind so they're glasses for me and it, it's good because it gives people like you like the opportunity to say yo can I make those into glasses and yeah you can. so what I do I go to my doctor um, for me to have the eyesight that I have they get it done in two days the longest which is great for me. Um, so that's what I'm recommending now. But trust me, that's been a question. So that's something that's going to yeah, be done. Any, yeah, um, that's any, what we have
0: to do now. Most of the time, any glasses can be turned into um, regular As long as the frame is thick enough. I've learned yeah. my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can make it happen. But let's get into these topics. And we'll get back later on with the daily and more of her brand when more people tune in. But today's week, we are talking about judgment, competition in relationships, endurance, and chances, and what these things do to our mental health in relationships. So, like, first off, how much chances would you give somebody in a relationship?
1: Shoot. <laughs> are we being honest now?
0: I was going to say, realistically. <laughs> And like seriously. No, and and no, no, before you before anybody answers, seriously be honest with yourself. Like mm-hmm. there's certain situations like some people will be like, Oh no, one chance they're out of here. But no, when you actually really in a relationship and you actually deal with somebody, it's like seriously, how much chances do you actually give this person for you like you're right, you know what, this is it.
1: Are we going um, in a circle like clockwise? No. Nope, Go, <laughs> Go first. Me? Okay. Um so I'll be transparent. Um, I was actually in a four year relationship going on five. And I think I gave that man more chances than he deserved. He did. Um, I'm no longer with him. And there's no longer any attachment. There's nothing. And it sounds a little bit cold because i you know, excited. I was just speaking when I speak to him. It's very cold. I feel nothing. But I feel like you give, especially a woman, you give so many chances and there's so many times where you speak from your heart and you're saying what's bothering you. Can you change? Can you stop? Whatever. And, that and goes you know, the they you don't, endure, they don't know. think you'll leave. I think that's what it is. They don't think that you'll find your self-worth, right? Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I gave a few times. I gave a few chances, whatever. And then there was, you know, ghost times. And then when you're, like, almost done, that's when their heart breaks and their chest hurts and they will really change. And then you may forgive and then you'll see again. But honestly, I feel like as much as it sounds crazy or it may hurt, and it doesn't mean that, does like, you weren't worth it. Sometimes a man, or I don't know, maybe a woman. I, don't, I never really dated a woman. But for men... It may take you walking away and breaking their heart for them to change, and they may not change ever for you if you were to take them back. But because of losing you, they may change for someone else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That makes sense. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. N- Nicola said, "Um, um, I know Kadele on your phone. We do have live viewers and comments, so uh, we will. I will read the comments out." Um, okay. Nicola said, "Until I know deep down my cup is full and overflowing, so I guess that's the one." That's one too many, yeah, right. <laughs> but it's true. Once you get to that point, you'd be like, I'm fucking over it. Done, yes. you're done. I feel like as women, we tend to give more chances than what they allow, but then Absolutely. at the same time, um, like you were saying before, you got to learn like find that self worth, like how much is going to be too much is different for everyone, yeah, you know. But don't if you're going to give that man. I'm you know cuz I dated men and ultimatum you better follow through with that. That's just what I know. Like because if you don't respect you. If Absolutely. you tell him like in my own faults and things I had to learn if I say like listen cheating is a deal breaker and then I find out he cheats but then I give him another chance then he knows I'm not I'm not serious. Right. He won't right. Right. You. right. Yeah. That, so if you unless you're going to let that man cheat in peace or or just to continue to ignore not the cheating piece. But continue to ignore the things that you know that you feel you have to keep giving chances on. Then you know decide what it is that you really want to do before you pick that pick that fight. Mm-hmm. And it so sucks, right? How many chances? How many chances do you give? Now, <laughs> oh. now, now. Until I get <laughs> up.
1: Oh, now? Oh, now? Um.
0: I mean, that was then. As of now, now I don't there's really there's give chances. Many. Um,
1: I don't. I there try not to get attached. No attachment, mm-hmm. and then I feel like it's easier. It's much easier, mm-hmm. which is hard because I'm a very, I'm a loving person. And when I like you, I'm like, I don't want to be in your skin. But I'm very, I'm a sapiosexual. sexual. So if you're just feeding me, and that's bad. I have to say this, and then I'll let you talk. Mm-hmm. Men, most men who are just naturally whatever, are very. They're visual creatures, right? And we're the visual pleasers for the most aspect, but women, majority, not all, but even the ones that aren't, they were, and they've learned. so they have wisdom. But most women are pleased by words and what we hear. So I think there's an innocent part of us that believes and wants to believe sweet nothing sometimes and it's like innocent it or naive. To be hmm? Innocent or naive. Um
0: or stupid.
1: On, Straight <laughs> dummy. no, like, 80, 80, 80, 80. no. So, okay you know what this guy told me we had no sexual connection or whatever well i'm saying no sex he he was like you know you're beautiful or whatever he was talking but then i guess the more i spoke he was like oh, i'm not getting nothing he said this and it was like so it was crazy he's like he said it like he was like yeah depending on like how you are what you give off like giving a bit of life most men will think, mistake certain things for naive and young, and what is it, full of cum or whatever. It's just like it's so young full disgusting. of cum. oh it's disgusting. <laughs> it's like it's disgusting because it's like why are men fucking pigs? Like let me say, you <laughs> go ahead <girl>. <laughs> and huh? say, say
0: damn shit. <laughs> <Dang> shit. <laughs> how many? Okay, yeah. so I'm, as you guys all know, we all have our stages of dating, and I'm still fresh out of mind, and uh, I'm still kind of licking my wounds, so prior to that, my last relationship, it was um, too many times. Um, I um, let things slide because of love, and uh, I think at some some points he did as well. Um, so I would say too many times. But right now, I think it's too soon to say because, of course, we're going to say, oh, yeah, one time. I'm going to listen to these red flags and blah, blah, blah. But I really don't know right now. Realistically, I don't know. But ideally, I would want to say one chance and, and listen to all the red flags. I hope that answered. <laughs> Last relationship, I ain't listened to none of the goddamn red flags. I gave none of us, do. Realistically, none of us, really do until we've been hurt so many times, right? So, now is I I don't think I could put a number on it. I just know when I'm done. Like, Mm -hmm. if I have to put too much energy and it's not being reciprocated, Mm. then I just gotta let it go because I have too much going on. My business kids home work like Mm -hmm. I don't have it I Mm -hmm. I don't have it to spare so if I feel like again like Nicola said your cup is overflowing bruh I I got to go I can't Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like I don't like to repeat myself you know like if I tell you once that something is bothering me Motherfuckers don't listen to so what you know'm like, no. not dealing they with don't. no child I'm not dealing with no child yes. we're supposed to be grown enough like they if I have listen. to tell you once that this is what I need this is what's bothering me whatever and then like a couple of weeks or so later we gotta have the same conversation again like I know you heard me <laughs> like I'm just like I know you heard me
1: like, heard not you, but like I felt this,
0: that at this point you. you're like you're like <laughs> You're like, what do you call it? Passive aggressively attacking me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm good. I feel attacked now. Can I ask a
1: question when you're done? Now there's no question? chances. Wow. Do you think, I don't know the answer, but I just want your opinions, right? For the narcissist uh, men well. who say things like this right so yes nothing's perfect but and it's so sick that some men would even try to utilize that and say nothing is perfect to kind of normalize um abuse and some men think because they're not slapping you or touching you that it's not toxic right and it is because you can deplete somebody i mean they expect you to be that jumping like a rabbit and just happy to see them all the time Mm -hmm. and it's no right but the idea of, okay, getting in an argument with your significant other, nothing's per- perfect. But I've seen men, and I know it's just realistic, when you love somebody enough, love doesn't hurt. The same way your grandma or your mom would get on your fucking nerves, but you would never disrespect them, you will just walk away, right? So the fact that some men, or maybe women too, that I've seen, like, you know, toxic, whatever, and then the going below the crazy belt or saying, like just crazy shit to, like, you know what Some I mean? And then going, I going, wait, and, but um, listen, but TikTok. then backpedaling and saying something, like, after, you know, the fact, well, you know, I didn't really think that. Like, why would I be with you if I thought that? But you said it. So, you know, I, I think it's, like, so weird. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> I
0: actually saw that on TikTok. There was this couple, a young couple, they were arguing, coming back from a store, and she used his deepest, darkest, like, I guess I don't want to say secret, but he opened up to talk to her about certain things and she used it against him in an argument. She said something to mm-hmm. the lines of, oh, I understand why your father don't speak to you anymore. Um, oh, yes. That's why he doesn't want to talk to you or something. Something along the lines I've of that. that. And his face, all the blood dropped, like just drew out of his face. And I felt so bad for him. He felt like he looked like a child and he was just like, yeah, no, you can walk home. This is over. I, it just made me think about what you just said And she was like, oh, I don't care, I don't care But then later on, I saw somewhere else That she was trying to apologize And, you know, he wasn't trying to hear that So that just made me think about what you just said uh, I feel like Some women will do that they'll, Yeah, it's when vulnerable When a man actually mm-hmm. does Let them in, be vulnerable mm-hmm. They'll use that against them But mm-hmm. I feel like that's from coming from a hurt woman mm-hmm. you know, Will do that Yep, hurt people, hurt people, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I personally actually gave somebody ten years worth of chances. I lost count, so that's probably over like a thousand mm-hmm. or some shit, whatever.
1: Bitch, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what you get for
0: ten years? But no, dead ass serious. But um, but you know what it is like. Even when you try to say fuck it, you done. And when you try to like kind of look outside and you realize they ain't shit but shit in the water and piss and all the other shit. And you'd be like, you know what? Turn back the fuck around and deal with the shit you already got. So, I felt that. Yep. <laughs> 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 sometimes in the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> yep. No, like seriously. Like and me actually going outside and it's like, um, yeah, like yeah it's not it but going outside is not it and it's like mind you i stopped that and then it took me 10 years to say you know what let me just stop let me just be single let me just learn myself love myself be with myself until i can kind of figure life out again whatever um but then you know marriage came later and all the other good stuff but then now like say after all that you know i go back to the same person because it's like you know what Everything we even though we had our little problems, it yeah. was more the good kind of outweighed the bad in yeah, a way. Right. <laughs> so you start talking to yourself. Yes. And right. like, talking just yourself into staying, it's not that bad. <laughs> yep. It's like, let me just go back to what I know type of thing. Um right. what's familiar, what's comfortable. Right. Yeah, and mind you, guess what? It's 2023 and it's still shit in the fucking water. And <laughs> the thing is that like um, even when like, you same- start thinking,
1: yeah, right, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know is- what's okay. I want to, but it's they- like me <laughs> being dumb, like how Yolanda said, like, not even naive or no, dumb bitch mm-hmm. is dumb. I keep saying, like, why am I so dumb and stupid yeah. or whatever, but it's like, um, yes, now that you go back for the second time because you know, it's nothing else out there, now you have to deal with the mental abuse and whatever, like. Uh-huh. The emotion—it's like it's a lot that's going into it, and it's like that shit fucks up your mental. Like that, yes. Is. Yeah. Um, it and it's like even though your mental is fucked up, inside is like, but he still treats me nice sometimes. But it's like, oh, Sis, but, stop reading my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he. It's like but and it's like I know I need to leave, but I enjoy our little movies on the couch, our little home cooked meals, and but. He just said that my family ain't shit and I ain't shit and oh I ain't God. gonna shit. Well, <laughs> I ways. wouldn't go that far for mine, but yeah, but like, yeah, no, but yeah. Same thing though. Like it's that verbal abuse. Mm-hmm. That verbal abuse is like real because mm-hmm. yeah, that doesn't mental. That, but doesn't this tie into your endurance? Yeah, it's like how much can you endure? Like at the end of the yeah. day, mm-hmm. like it's sometimes it's like is there really a, a measuring cup to that cuz i'm definitely strong on for any of my female mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. or relatives whatever mm-hmm. you can never tell the whole she's done until she's done right no, no matter question. how bad the situation is mm-hmm. like i can never be like hey you done she might tell me in my face yep but next no, she, she's gonna, gonna, gonna be back, back. i know you she ain't done she hit her up so no, but they, you know, you. we all know We all might have to sit down with our homegirls And talk about, you know, what's going on With our personal, whatever, not in depth Because nobody really goes in depth with their friends Like, no matter how close the fuck y'all are Nobody really tells anything, everything Because some things that happen between you And your partner that's kind of like Too touchy to kind of touch on To even let them know, like, whatever So you tell them as much as they need to know To kind of help there. right But the thing is that, no matter what you say To your homegirl they still want to do what they want to do. And they're yeah. not going to leave until they're so, ready to point, Absolutely. Right. <laughs> so if I need to have this time, and if the bitch go back, they be like, oh, all right, come on, come have some coffee. Like, it is what it is. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No judgment. Mm-hmm. No judgment. Yeah. Don't judge. Because, like, at this point in, in our life, like, there could be kids involved, investments, family, whatever, years so, like, it, whatever you want to do, I, I'm here to support you, but don't tell me you're going to leave him and you ain't. I, and I don't want to hear anything about him putting his hands on you again. And when it gets to that point, again. then... Because <laughs> sometimes it be like that. Like, he's done it before mm-hmm. and you still staying. Yeah, the physical abuse I don't deal with with myself or, honestly, none of my friends. Yeah. It's like... Push your I'm not going to lie. I had one friend that actually called me screaming because she was being choked out. And when I say I ran every light, every fucking stop sign, fucking turn. I don't care who the fuck's on the street. God pray over you because I got to that motherfucking house so fucking fast and kicked the fuck out that motherfucking door. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, trust me. I am one of them. I am one of them people. Friend, family, foe. Like, I don't play that. I'm not. Cool, Kong collective person, but when shit like that go down, I have everything I need to protect you and myself. Yeah, but then you do all that just for them to go back, you right. know? So listen, no, no, I know there hasn't been no going back. So we we uh
1: scared. Can we get that applause right. We we'll don't get
0: that a lot. No yeah. going back. <laughs> Is, uh, abuse is never the answer like no when it's I, any type of just abuse, walk away you have to you have to find the strength to period and it doesn't even have to be physical like any sort of abuse gaslighting is real like narcissistic people are dangerous they chip it. away at you a little bit every fucking day like your spirit your soul you feel like you are dying inside mm-hmm. you feel like you're crazy because they make you feel like you're crazy. No, I'm about to say they make you. I had somebody like that. They make yeah. you feel like you are going yeah. up. Like, that is you. Go Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, like I know I ain't crazy. I said that.
1: But he's saying I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. He ain't see They love saying yet. your memory. Like you don't remember
0: or anything
1: <laughs> like yeah. shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a mom or how family would talk and just, you know, and, and joints them, say things like, Whatever. They can be like, you know, Lisa, she talked too much or whatever, but that's your mom. You know, she's just saying that. My ex, I had an ex who used to, like, this nigga was fucking just dumb. Like, I hate him so much. Like, I know that's bad, because it's like, I'm here. <laughs> but, like, I what's, just, his what's his sign? What's <laughs> his sign? You know what's sad? Don't I'm a Leo tell July her. 30th, and he is a Leo August uh, 17th, and we were nothing alike. <gasps> and I don't know what it was. Like, I feel like, and I said this on the phone, I'm over it, and I try to be nice, so I was with the nigga five years, almost five. And it was just pathetic. I had my dream. I said what I have. There were little things like, probably you'll see this. I don't care. So there'd be like little things like, I'm just thinking, I'm just so angry. Like me working and busting my ass and then coming. You know, I, I never lived with him, but at this point we lived in the same area. So you would, you'd be with your boyfriend so much. It's like you together. Yeah. But I may. let's say I'm horny right now. I'll be horny maybe. But then I'm getting off work at 2 fucking a.m. You're asking me to come over. I'm exhausted. So I may say, babe, not today. I'm tired. That'll be an argument if there's no sex. Then uh, we'll get into it about little things. Like It felt like it was an argument every day. And uh-huh. then we try to utilize with my mom. Oh, like, your mom. did. Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Now, I'm very, like, I am the type of person that I get very, I like disrespecting nobody I love. Because I'll just, you know, I get crazy. But with him... And let me tell you the gaslighting that you said, right? So I don't know how it would start, but it would be some type of disrespect. Uh-oh.
0: Uh-oh. We lost her. Ooh. And she's telling her story. When it was getting juicy,
1: right? Too. right. <laughs> and oh, there she she goes. Go
0: ahead, yes. style girl. Got- <laughs> Wait. Can't hear you. Can't hear yeah. you. Can't hear you. She said she. I guess she said she's gonna come right back. Yeah, she's gonna come back because she. I think she has to log off and come back on. Yeah. Like, and also too, like I felt the narcissist too, and I mean like he did the whole gaslighting thing. We used to cook dinner together. We used to eat. We used to hang out like every night. He used to get off work at like five o'clock. We used to get off around the same time, and every night he'll call me heading home from work. Like yo, I'll be home soon. Make sure at my house. So we literally hung out every single night after work. And then, like, later on, we oh, matching outfits, everything going out. Whole little split. We had, like, a little nice little thing going on. Kind of find out this nigga had a whole nother fucking life in a fucking whole nother country. He used to be like, oh, I got to go see my kids or whatever. I got to do this. Had a whole fucking wife in a whole motherfucking other country trying to tell me, like, oh, it's it's fine. It's nothing. Oh, you're just overreacting. Oh, she, like, nigga, like, what? Like, what? Like I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Hello? Yes. Okay, okay, yeah, okay,
1: you're back. Like I had to put my phone to do not disturb motherfuckers wanna call me now. <laughs> it's Friday night, um, sis. <laughs> what was I saying? I told you I have a short memory term. I mean not memory term. Um, we were talking about this. Talk about this eight shit ass
0: nigga. Okay.
1: <laughs> um he okay. Said, you said he would use your mom. No. So we've been through a lot and then thinking about, you know, kind of like what one of you said earlier with like the person who like sounds so no I was gonna say it sounds harsh saying like this but the woman that gets her ass whipped and goes back right and the person you put yourself in between I've seen people put themselves in between people save the woman then they both end up fucking you up for like you know it's like crazy Mm -hmm. but so I have never been in like a a relationship like that my family, my family's crazy like you know but in terms of like verbal and like nuts but of course let me get that's the narcissistic i was talking about so we could argue i mean of course i'm not going to take but so much but the way it would start it would always be like weird and for a long time and i said this i feel like it was just i think he was a jealous manipulative hater and it sounds crazy and i think i just got comfortable right but i've always said to him and to like whatever i've never believed in just because you've been with somebody for years, you gotta stay together. And I say this to this day, when he calls, still, bitch, I'm young. I'm 28. I have a lot to live. When I'm 35, I still have a lot to live. So it's not like we have to stay with each other. Mm-hmm. And and you know, but somebody who is a, like garbage and they had a good thing, they don't want to lose that, right? <laughs> but it's like nothing like left. But I forgot what we would even argue. Bitch, just be the stupidest shit. Let me tell you these weird army tactics that they do. It's just army tactics. I have to tell you like i don't know why we would even argue it would be something like an adage like maybe he just did something that bothered me and i would just say well why you no know, like i don't like when you talk like that like let's like just try to communicate and like on a good day when he would not be like retarded it would be like okay you know like a nigga would be like okay be then if you talk too much about too much family, like what the fuck is you even talking about like what if first of all fuck is you talking to? like then it becomes that but then it's like it would be become crazy where it becomes like, I don't even want to argue. Like, I don't want to do it. it drains me where he would start saying, I don't know how we went from you disrespect or say some weird shit to me being a fat bitch. Right. I'm a fat bitch, but it's fat. Cro- like this, this fat thing was in your mouth and there was no complaints. But what I'm saying <laughs> is like, <laughs> the fat bitch, I'm just saying this. The fat bitch, and it, it's, it's it's so it's so disgusting, but it's true because I know people go through this. The fat bitch, the oh, God. like whatever, right? Then the niggas be the same one. You think if I really thought that I would be with you? Like, look at me. Like how how conceited, narcissist does this sound. Look at me. You think I would be with a, a person I think is fat or a person I think is ugly, whatever, trying to downplay the gym or whatever they have because they don't want you to leave, right? And they want you to think that they're the best when they're garbage, like trash, basura, right? <laughs> but um, it was like weird shit. Like, bro, you know how many times, like one time, not one, but a few times, this nigga woke me up out of my sleep. This is not funny. Like I, like, I worked two jobs, going to school, woke me up out of my fucking sleep to say some stupid shit. Like, this is not funny. Laying like this on the bed, nigga wake you up yo nigga say yo you wake up this is their face so what you were saying or saying some dumb shit like who's this that texts you you know this person asked me who texts me and when i opened the text it was like the it was like a it was like a fake number a promoter number it was like an automatic thing like hey come party <laughs> this weekend like it was just disgusting and then like waking you up or let's say you guys had an argument and you're like angry waking you up and saying like at 4 a.m and you out to fucking work at 8 a.m right to say i can't sleep let's try to get over this but maybe because they don't want you thinking about it too long or whatever but trying to keep you up listen this is an army tactic that's a narcissist Keeping you up <laughs> to try to like because at a point point you just want to be like it's okay it's okay forget it I just want to go to sleep they want you to do that instead of waking up the next week so that way the next day if you're thinking about it or whatever it's like what are you talking about we just got past that niggas are like nuts it's like Mm -hmm. fucking crazy
0: no narcissists won't let you sleep that's a narcissist's tactic so what was the final Mm -hmm. straw that broke the camel's back for your relationship Mm -hmm. when did you say what happened to where you was like
1: I'm fucking done Okay, be true. <sighs> okay, so there was two. The first time I um did the no contact shit for five minutes, that was great for me because, like, emotionally, I fell back. Like, I hated him. It was, like, good. Um, There was a point where the bitch-ass nigga took his lips to spit at me. It didn't touch me, but he did spit at me. And, yeah, um, and he's, still alive. he's still alive. This, huh. this okay. person tries to call me, but saying this, especially I feel like when you talk about certain things out loud, it just for people that are probably going through saying it, saying it out loud, which yeah. is scared of doing it, it. just solidifies how disgusting, right? Yeah. And, sorry.
0: Good question. Was mm-hmm. your ex black person?
1: Hmm. Was your ex black? He was he American. Was, he was. Your phone cut out. Haitian American. Oh, Haitian. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. That's different. Definitely... Yeah. So, was he older than you? Or no, was... one year older than me, which made it feel like I was five years older than him mentally. Were his parents born here? No, his mom. Uh, I, mm-hmm. my mom was like a nurse, and she spoke. Her accent was heavy. Uh huh. That makes that makes sense. So much in sense.
0: The Haitian culture, are kings. Hmm? So, so he can do no wrong. Men in Haitian culture are kings. They can't yep. be no wrong. Yeah, fuck you. I don't give a no fuck. offense. No offense, that's to Haitians, but that's what it is. Especially with the women, the older women.
1: What that man us done,
0: right? No.
1: Me, so, yep. <laughs> when I like fell back, this was like I was done when I was doing the five months. And I'll tell you what happened. So, but I've never told like the thing I just said. I never told my mom that until like recently because he kept be popping up like a fucking nut, and I don't want him to love me that much crazy. But like. The mom told me, like, when I stopped talking to him the first time, which was for five months, and I was so happy. He cried, like, right, cried fake tears, whatever. I'm going to change, but When this happened, the mom had the nerve to tell me, like, you know, like, how are you, whatever. She's you no, know, you know, I'm a good girl. Like, I do whatever. That's something, like, the men out there in her accent. Something like saying, like, the other men, I won't get better. That's what it sounded like she was trying to say. That's what my mom Yeah, was. Like,
0: yeah that, that sounds good? about
1: right. That's and about like, right. Bitch. Sorry. Like, like, what? Like, I couldn't believe she said that to me. I didn't say bitch, but I just was, like, walked away. There's a lot of begging, whatever, right? So you asked me. Um, that wasn't the final straw, though, actually. When the person, the garbage, spit at me, and I went to... But I will say, I don't think I have ever was in love. And when I said that to him, there was times when we were together, I said, I'm not in love, and he never got it. I never felt like I was in love with you. I don't know what it felt like. I don't know what that... I love you, obviously, right? Because I was dumb enough to stay with you, but... I never felt in love. I never felt safe. And he'd be like, "What?" Instead of listening and trying to understand, it's always a combative, like, you know. So wait,
0: Kadele, I have a somebody has a question. You can't um, see it, but she said, "What did you do when he spit on you?" Is the question his ethnicity? Okay, so he got out
1: my car, um, and if I let me tell you, motherfuckers, why, right? Um, I was working another job in school. And I drive, he didn't, and he lied, said he had all these cars before we met. I've never seen one. But anyway. Um, <laughs> no, so like, you ask but. me, babe, can you go this specific place that's open fucking late? If you're from Brooklyn, Peppers, right? They're open, mm-hmm. and there's one in Flatbush, and fucking Flatbush is far, and I feel like it. Whatever. So I drove you to one. Anyway, drove you. Your girl that has school in the morning and works late night, right? Instead of just, because you're a get-money nigga, you should have just ordered an Uber and got it, like, right? But you wanted your girlfriend to drive and get food with you, okay? So we go, and um, I didn't drive to the Flatbush one. So he came back in the car with, like, an attitude, like, whatever, and I asked naturally. But I said something like, why you have an attitude, or, like, what is your problem? Something like that. I was to, like, what's your problem, whatever. And it was like nothing I like, this is why i want to go to like it was just the audacity i wanted to go whatever and i was really tired right so anyway fast forward there started being some disrespect where when we're driving nigga had the nerve to say he cheated on me like this is why i cheated <laughs> okay so you can cheat and get the fuck out of my car like what do you even like, i don't even like you like that's then, when i get to start there's a part of me when something happens i start talking disrespectful too but for me to get to that it takes a lot and I don't like because I can black out, right? So um I went from that from him saying, okay, I'll shut the fuck up. So drove him home. I don't know why, right? That's me being stupid. Still drove you home after you were still talking crazy. After you just said you'll shut the fuck up. We get closer to the area, you start talking again. And this nigga fixes when he gets out my car. Did that. And what I did, I think I was in a Jeep. I opened my door, my door so fucking fast, walking to him, and I was like I like oh, y- I was just screaming. You like, sound like me in my twenties. It's not I'm a Haitian fucks. man.
0: It's like, a flatbush oh, got man. Fucking, <laughs> <he got ran laughs> over food ornament. You better ask him.
1: Yes, yeah, so I am I'm, I'm listen, that after <sighs> that day, I was really done. And once I'm not around him and I'm by my friend, I know I think maybe I wasn't in love, like I said, but I did love him. And I think a part of my heart broke because my friend was like. You know, friends, fuck that nigga, you, you, you fucking it, which I am, you know? But at that point, it was just like, you know, it would never occur to me. Even when somebody disgusts me, I probably just fight, but like, it's never occurred to me to take my fucking mouth. I've always seen that as the most scum, low, like shit, like, you know what I mean? So it's just the fact that you did that, like, it, whether it missed or not, it's like, I had my friend's teddy bear and she was like let's drink fuck that nigga we're gonna go and I was just was like um had had a teddy bear, was, the and a you were only child I was, child, like, I no.
0: was fucking made all the phone calls in the universe and no wow. I
1: um I went to my bed that night and I cried with the teddy bear and I think part yeah, of me broke inside and I, I think I emotionally detached and then, mm-hmm. you know like a dummy I think two weeks later he got me a bag some YSL back and I and that sounds disgusting and sad, but I know I, I went back. will no. be, and that it'll never you, happen again. And you're you know. lucky that you don't have a child with that person. Oh, that's all
0: I'm That part. <laughs> so, we're, gonna, we're, gonna a, a we're gonna take a quick pause. We need to take a break. Um, we'll be right back after these messages. We have to pay our sponsors. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl Chrissy here to let you know that the Even Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys, so you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Network at gmail.com and inquire about time stops, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Even Rush Network, and also download that What are you waiting for? (laughs) Get to it. Now, here are our sponsors. and signed to the Eden Rush Entertainment. Go download her new single now. Your Story is Our Story is one of the top leading event planners out of Long Island, serving the whole of Nassau and Suffolk County in the metro area. No matter the special event, Your Story is Our Story has you covered. No matter how big or how small, they have a team big enough to execute your event to perfection. Even if you just want to set up a scene for a photo shoot, they got you covered. They can do anything. Your Story is Our Story also does forever flower bouquets. For all occasions, special holidays, Mother's Day, Easter, you name it, whatever you need it for, they got you covered. So make sure you reach out to them and follow them on Instagram. They always got special deals when holidays come around. Their Instagram page is Your Story is Our Story. Or you can follow them on their website at www.yfios.net. Tell them Sex, Love & Alcohol sent you. And those were our sponsors of Sex, Love, and Alcohol. Okay, good. Later. Thank you. Welcome back to Sex, Love, and Alcohol. Um, If you're just now tuning in, we are... um, Sorry, I'm reading two different things. Sorry, welcome back to Sex, Love, and Alcohol. Shout out to our sponsors, Your Story is Our Story. You am trying them on Instagram. Your Story is Our Story on Instagram is exactly how it sounds, exactly how it's spelled. If you need any event planning needs, anything big or small, you can hit the website at ysios.net um, for, to do any booking, any inquiries, or whatever, any of the sort. Um, shout out to Laquaja, who is one of the leading artists on the Evening Rush Entertainment. And also, please, if you ever want to be a sponsor of the show, hit us up at Sex of Alcohol on Instagram or Chrissy for any inquiries. Um, and of course, in the building, we have Miss Cadeli in the building. She is. The- <laughs> He is a, 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 he is a black business entrepreneur who has a very beautiful luxury eyewear line called Kalichi. Hopefully I am pronouncing it right. Um, you can also uh, find her eyewear on, you can follow her Instagram at underscore frame God um, and also at Kalichi, K-L-E-E-C-H-I on Instagram. Um Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm telling all your shit because I'm going through a spiel. Kaleechi, say hi to everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, how are you guys? Uh, So my name is Kadele Washington, alias FrameGod. And my Instagram is official OfficialKaleechi and underscore FrameGod. And if you're in the New York City area, I'm actually bringing a fashion week to Brooklyn. So... It's exciting. If you go on underscore framegod dot com underscore framegod, you'll see you know the layout there. But it, we're pretty much having a hip hop opera themed gallery experience, uh, bringing fashion and like fine art and just you know opportunities. I'm trying to bring opportunities to the area and to people who are hungry enough to go get it, right? And I'm giving you a head start with it from what I've gathered. So
0: yeah, let's well, go. And um, her fashion week uh, display will be September 9th. Um, You can go on um, all her Instagram pages and see all the information. Make sure you follow, make sure you buy tickets to see the exhibit and make sure you guys go on her website as well and try to purchase some beautiful frames. So we do appreciate you for tuning in with us. And if you are just now tuning in with us, today's topics are, of course, I don't have nothing up from doing like 10 things at one time. Today's topics are judgment competition, endurance, and chances, and what this may do to our mental mental health in a relationship. <clears throat> we were just talking about like how many chances that we do give. Um, people in a relationship, and I do say people because, you know, no matter who you might be dealing with, the men, women, whatever, um, sometimes we tend to go more than usual <laughs> yeah, um, and give people more chances than they could actually have in a relationship. Um, And even though we might tell ourselves, you know what, we're done, we're really not done until somebody literally does something very traumatizing to say, all right, I got to walk away. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just a point of endurance, and given chances is the the same as how much can you endure in a relationship as well. Um, The traumas that we might go through and how damaging this may be, and you got to realize too, when you're in one relationship and you try to go to another, that trauma, those things that you went through and endured in your previous relationship may carry on if you don't heal and find some kind of help within yourself, because honestly, like sometimes when you in going through a long-term relationship, you might have some kind of like breakdowns, like little triggers that may make you rethink little places that you might go to that might trigger your memory about this person. It might be a favorite song. Uh, you never know. And mm. it's like if you don't properly heal, um, that mental damage is kind of bad. If you don't Absolutely. <laughs> so that's... Kind of like what we were talking about so <laughs> um but the other thing is like as far as and i know um kadelie did mention it and when she was talking about her previous relationship it's about like basically like the judgment and competition it's like actually having somebody and you're they, trying to do something for yourself and this person is either jealous of what you're doing not supporting what you're doing, and if you, like they're in competition and trying to kind of hinder and keep you back from progressing in a relationship, it's like, why are you in competition with me, or why are you trying to like exactly. feel envious or jealous of me? And mind you, we if we're together, we should be building together. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, yeah, have any guys I, I, did- I will never understand that, like a person getting competition with their spouse, their partner, right? You know, I will never understand that. Or being jealous of like you got your job, got you know, what's happening here if we want to play roles or whatever but you got your job i got mine We should be right. coming together to build this empire like that's what we should be doing how are we not on the same page with that and then but, two, it's like when people like no matter what business you have um there's always a role that your partner can play whether, whether they might, because you never, there's certain things that you might not be fully knowledgeable about mm-hmm. that they can kind of help with, or even if it's like just getting the word out, even telling a friend to tell a friend, even posting that shit one time on your social media, I don't know, like little thing, or even if you just take it upon yourself to, even if they selling something, go buy out the products and give them away to your people at work, like mm-hmm. <laughs> support the cause in some kind of way, but it's like being envious and jealous is not a way to go because it's like if you're really in a if you really are in a connected relationship like I, I some people might disagree what's mine is yours what's yours is mine like if we really trying to build this together right. like if i'm eating you're eating as well that um, okay. so, mm-hmm. so it's like it never should be like an envious or you might some people might be in the spotlight and you might not be It's like at the end of the day it's like you're reaping the benefits of everything and as long as, you, as long as you stay committed to that person and have, like, a strong foundation, you can never feel like, oh, this person's going to be way wow. or. Uh, oh, oh. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 There was, like, a squeaky noise or whatever. But, um, yeah, have any you guys ever been in that situation where you've been hey, hey, judged? Me? No. Khalichi. I mean Khalichi. <laughs> yeah, I called you Khalichi. <laughs> I mean
1: I am. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nah, I <can't> hear you. <laughs> yeah. Have any of you guys ever been in that situation where you have like cause at right now like I have a business. Everybody on here have a business of their own. And a lot of us have been building these businesses for years. So we have been in relationships. We have been in situations where, whether well, your partner may have been supportive, might not have been supportive, with like, whatever, she's doing whole thing, that's not my business type of thing. Like, have any guys- I have I've never had that before. Definitely, Definitely happened. happened. They was in competition. Don't respect my business at all. And um, yeah, that was different. That was really different. And you look at it like, how sway. And I just learned I had to block it out and move on. My I was talking to this one guy, and like we we wasn't in a relationship or anything, but I guess he was auditioning for the position. He didn't make he didn't get it. He didn't get the position. He make the cut. (laughs) There was a lot of little things that he did that bothered me, and one of the main things that did that that like really ticked me off was um like you know I have a YouTube channel, so um. He, he never watched like an episode of this show. He never like subscribed to my YouTube or nothing like that. And I went to go, like he was, and he loved watching YouTube, he's always on it. So he goes to type, like he's on YouTube, And I just was like, oh, let me see your phone. And I go to put my channel in it. And he like, no, I don't, I can't do that. I can't watch this. Um, It's gonna mess up. Something he was trying to say, it didn't, whatever he was trying to say, it didn't make any sense. So that to me was like, okay, so you will never be supportive of me. There was a whole lot of other stuff that led to this point, and now this is like the straw. Final straw. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's breaking the camel's back. Because if you can't even follow my channel, then what what else would you do? not support me on. So, like, okay, so with that too, like, not just saying in relationships, but this goes to, like, friendships as well. With people that have, with all of us having businesses, have you ever felt like your friends was in competition with you or judged you for the things that you did as far as business-wise? No. no I've always no. tried to support friends? my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not with the friends I got now. No. Mm-hmm. I've, mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Yeah. Maybe acquaintance? Yes. Mm-hmm. Friends? No support, one hundred percent acquaintances. Yeah, they try it. They try it, <laughs> and I'm like, they try Oh, it. oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's how he felt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's how. Oh, keep that same energy, boo. Right, stay over there. <laughs> oh, all the way over there. See, maybe, maybe this is why I have Yolanda. Oh, if you need any kind of tarot card reading, make sure you hit up Yolanda, Um, Miss Empress. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> I mean any kind of time I'm going off it. make sure you hit her up follow her Instagram page follow her um YouTube page you know yes. she does yes.
1: but um, maybe does.
0: this is why um you know you'd be like reading me and stuff because <laughs> not for nothing people see me post pictures all the time people see me go out all the time and with with people and none of these people follow my business page none of these people ever bought anything from me and none of these people ever supported anything I do. It's like, so, and I might have, it's like my sandbox back in the day, grade school friends, yes. But any of my new friends, no, down to my cosmetic line, down to my restaurant, down to my podcast. Mm I didn't know you had a cosmetic line. What? Yes, girl. (laughs) Hot commodity. Well, so this is a great question for our lovely frame god. How's it with you and your friends and family? Do you feel like you get support from them or do you get more support from strangers?
1: Um, I think in most aspects, most business owners are going to get more support from strangers. Strangers, yeah. for me, um, for my family, they support when it comes to support. So a lot of my family members are older. A lot of them have uh, or had legal jobs or whatever, teachers, retired, whatever. And at the point that I've been so consistent and I've been able to kind of block out uh, with being respectful, certain things. I don't really listen and not, I can't like, for me, it's like, I, like I eat, sleep and I'm happy doing what I do. So even my grandma who is like very back in the, like believe in cash. They don't believe in credit, whatever. My grandma, even <laughs> my Nana, I call her Nana. She even like, she wears my glasses. She's like, yeah, they was asking me about these at the church. It's so cute. But it's like, they support it now. Cause they, can't like they can't not support it because they see there's nothing that could stop me you can't say what i'm not doing now when it comes to friends um i never really looked at friends to purchase for me i never really cared and before i had this i've been pushing my brand for five years there's been instances where i told i gave friends stuff you always go out take photos like i always had a goal if i was going out if i was going to go finesse the celebrity to put the glasses on i've always had an end goal sometimes they didn't really see it um but they would love you know, talking about men and stuff, which is fine. But like, you know, besides the nigga with the, the um the Maserati or the Rose Race, like I want one too, right? And like I wanna I'm hungry. So sometimes I've had friends who've had conversations with me and kind of said like something like I hurt their feelings or like because I, I'm always focused on work and whatever that it makes them feel a little neglected in a sense, a lot a better lack of words, right? And I'm sorry, but I'm not. And then there's certain things that I look at that bother me, but I don't really feel the need to kind of say anything because I don't care, right? So I've supported every friend that I've ever had. That I've had anything that I can utilize, even if I don't. Like, I don't really wear makeup like that. I don't wear lashes like that. But if you did it, I've supported it in some way. I've paid for it. I've paid for installs. We've tried, you know, even if I don't like it, I try to throw my funds in different directions. And that's just a fact. Nobody can't like I you me. I'll support anybody. I have <laughs> Yeah, I have friends that wear shades all day. And I don't go and say, why you're not wearing my shades? And sometimes people, they feel it. And it's, it's, it's a point of, you should feel that because it's common sense. Some people will feel uncomfortable because they know that you do something. So they may just come out, the, you're not saying nothing. And they may come out and say, you know, I'm, I'm going to get a pair of your glasses and you didn't say anything about it, but they fill away because you feel me? They should, right? And you say, maybe they'll have, it's too expensive for me right now, right? When you mm-hmm. have payment options mm-hmm. or they'll say they can't, but they'll figure out a way to buy weed or bottles or whatever, or hookah, but just, it's fine. It doesn't really, like, really hit me too much, but I do think about it and I do see things like that. So when I see you wearing glasses, whatever shades you have on or whatever, and I know what I got going on, sometimes maybe it goes through my mind that maybe they just don't want to support me, which is fine, but they want to be around Yeah, but yeah I
0: realize too, some people won't, your closest people won't support you until they see that other people are supporting you, which mm. kind of sucks. And then they'll it's, ask for a discount. That part. That part. <laughs> the discount that. is
1: $3.99. <laughs> right. You know, I want to give, um. it's like crazy, but I want to give like a shout out right to um and it's so funny because even with men, but like um my creative director now she's so incredible she actually put me on to you guys mo right um mo is an incredible soul but i want to say this we linked and i i tell her i laugh about it but like even if it was a strategy i'm like that's like if i wanted to work for vogue or whatever in any sense You would buy the product because you would, you know what I mean? You would emphasize yourself, especially at this big age, right? And getting close to this situation, like a man, even men know what to do, whether they're faking or not. They may buy glasses from you or buy your makeup or spin a bag to impress you, but it's like showing that they have an interest rather than kind of... um, like, I don't know, there's people that believe in that. I don't care. Like, I don't care how long you've been friends. There's friends I have out of day ones, they're family, but to kind of have an ideal, and I don't think that hard about it, but I've had friends say it, so it, it makes me laugh. But it's like, people see these photos and they'll say stuff like, you know, like if you make it, because people do fuck around with you in case you make it, you know, they may think that you owe them something. When you make it, there's going to be a lot of people who have audacity. And, um, you know what I mean? When you think about how much times I haven't been on a vacation since uh, COVID and I don't really care to go away, but I do, I do want to go away, but I do so much and I'm just trying to make it. I almost cried one time. My grandma, she's 99, not to see her. I try to see all my grandmothers. She, like I see them when I can, but I try to see her every week, bring food and we talk and I like, I cried because she was laughing. She's like, you know, when are you going to have time for yourself? And I was like, you know, grandma, like, I make time, like, I have a goal, like, you know what I mean, I hope to God that she's here, you know, to see me give birth to my first child or whatever, but I know what I want, I'm not ready for kids, I'm not stopping, I can't stop, like, in my spirit, and my soul, so when friends kind of hit me, and it's like, hey, like, do this, or can you come here next week, let's go to Cancun, Tulum, whatever, and it's like, Mm -hmm. no, I can't, but, you know, like, I got this, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to whatever. And, you know, it's in good faith because maybe they just want you to come. But when you active and you're trying to get to it, it's like, you know what I mean? You don't really have the time, let alone the resources sometimes to go to people. There's not many millionaires I know that I can go, call and ask before I fuck up or make a mistake. Yo, what would you do in this instant, right? So on top of that, I'll say this is the last thing. Being a woman is amazing. It's a beautiful thing, and utilizing the power we have, and not just sexualizing it is incredible, but in the world of business, because it's so um, male-dominated, it's very lucrative in the way you move, because, um, like I said, being a woman in general, it doesn't matter how you sexualize yourself, you're still a sex object to these men, and they don't really, no matter what they say, boss, whatever, they don't really want a boss woman sitting at the table and it's a fact. you know what I mean It's something about it that just doesn't sit right with them. So you know sometimes utilizing and playing the game because you are a woman, you may get some knowledge or certain things because they may think they're gonna get something and just utilizing that and just moving forward and moving strategic. So being a woman, the queen you know is the most valuable player because she can make moves the king can't, but it's just like knowing that you're a queen moving a certain way is just, like, ideal. So, But to answer your question, like, no, I don't really care that much about it, but like I said, there's people with audacity, and I feel like they look at your situation and just think they know, but they don't know, right? And they just see you making moves, and you see power plays now, and now they want to be involved. Now they want to do
0: this, and it's just like... Everybody want to jump on the bag wagon. Everybody want to be a part. Everybody want to show up where you show up to see who's around. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and I say that, you know, they say don't take nothing's personal in business, but I feel like it is because I feel like uh, connections are a lot of things. When you go to these Ivy league schools and you see people are putting their kids in these schools and they may not be the dumbest, but they're not the smartest, but you know, giving these charities and going to these golfs where you see these men going to the golf courses is, is meetings and business. Like this is things that are happening and it's built off of personal relationships because if somebody can solidify your name and say you're good or whatever, that's a personal relationship, so kind of saying like nothing's personal in business. I mean, you shouldn't take it personal, but most people do, whether they say they do or don't. Yeah.
0: That's with them, but yeah, it's yeah, God, audacity. That's That's part. That part, that part, I can't. But. Audacity. I cannot, but yes, Kedeli I do want to thank you for joining us this evening I do appreciate you, and I wish you much, well we all wish you Absolutely. the best yes. you those frames, sis yes. loving those frames yes, they are you cute, I love you them with your business, your personal everything, like God bless everything that comes your way you know, yes. more, blessings and more blessings and you know, you got the right people in your corner right now, it's going to push you to the limits and you know so you're gonna go way far than you have ever imagined so congratulations just like and- mo said she said let's go you know she comes with that sauce that ha. you damn sure do come with that haha you a fool <laughs> <laughs> she mad extra but she get out there like she know. like i told her earlier like i love her drive i love her passion and it's like she she's very determined in life and whoever she's working with she's going to push you as hard, as hard as she pushes herself so it's like, you know, you got good people backing you. you need so we like do that. wish you all the best. And I hope every, everybody that's tuned in, please tune in. I mean, please follow um, Official Kalichi, which is on... Um, it, is, it's, um, it is in the comments, too. Um, so make sure you follow Official Kalichi, Kalichi on Instagram and underscore Frame God on Instagram as well. Um, please visit her website. And I do believe the links... I, I think I went through the link on... Um, What? Oh, you know. um, oh, I thought she froze.
1: It? Me too. <laughs> remember the mannequin challenge? Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I'm so sorry. It's like people's like there's like a paragraph that just popped up. I'm trying to like read it at the same mm-hmm. time. But um, yeah, make sure you guys um. I oh, know the hold on, this Miss Frame God. I guess you're your ex tuning. Ah, this guy's stuff. So- Ooh. <laughs> He said, What's good, sex, love, and alcohol podcast? Loving your platform. This is Miss Washington's ex. I'm tuning in her very much one sided, mixed version of our story, death down to share my truth. Ooh. Oh, Lord.
1: We don't want it You're messy. Lying. What?
0: Hello, sir, but do we really want this messy? <laughs> I mean, it's really fair, right? To hear both sides.
1: Yo, I'm Nicola, call her, yo, you stupid. <laughs> Nicola. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Well, he's
0: still... Only him. as long as it's respectful, because she... Yes. Well, I... mm. If he's so, going to I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. But before we even have him say anything, I'd rather see if um Kadele is okay with that. If not, we yes. are not to going to go into that, because... Yeah, um, we don't want to be messy. We would like you to come back. We or don't disrespect. No. Okay. Okay. Well. It's not worth it. Okay. Got you. A <laughs>
1: Then that's what
0: it is. Got you. But um, is, this, is this
1: automatically on my page? I'm trying to figure out how to even find it. Like it's like crazy. It's not even like wow. It's disgusting. well
0: got you so thank you love you.
1: bob for coming yeah,
0: on we our appreciate you show we, we appreciate here. you definitely we do appreciate yeah, yeah, you, you. Um, keep your head up stay blessed um we are on each and every friday at 8 p.m make sure you guys tune in to Sex some alcohol and again if you ever want to be a sponsor of the show make sure you hit us up you can hit us hit us up via dm on instagram or send us an email at chrissy um, dot bookings at gmail.com and I want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in with us each and every week. We do appreciate you guys. Thank you for, to Kadele, um for tuning in. And us as your host, appreciate and love you guys. And again, we'll see you guys next week at 8 p.m. Come back, darling. Come back.
1: Yes. Yeah, that was a spicy way to end this, right? <laughs> All right. Bye.